Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome back to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we're back again. We're a couple days late per usual. At least this time we're not like a month or two late. So, you know, you get what you get with us. (laughs) We're trying our best over here. We're trying to live our life and like go out and have a good time. We haven't left the apartment in actually three days. Yeah, we, we, we did leave the apartment on Saturday, which was nice. Um, It was, like, a little nerve-wracking, so it was really our first time, like, being around other people, which was hard, but... We haven't been out since. We haven't been out since. Like, at least last week, we were leaving, you know, pretty much every day to, like, go to the store or whatever. We went... We left the house Saturday and have not really left the house since then. Just to get the packages downstairs. Yeah, we walked downstairs to get the packages. We did work out one day since then. yes yesterday so but that didn't mean we left the apartment still in the building well we left the apartment technically we just just, left the building yeah because we have like a peloton room in in my building so that's what we've been doing uh (laughs) let us know if you want us to film that guys (laughs) we're gonna try to get out more no we only have so much longer yeah and i really like want to give you guys like some solid new york content right (laughs) (laughs) but you are following us so you the content we give is us sitting here watching TV shows, so yeah. that's what you pay for. It's really like prime time, if you ask me. Prime time, yeah. You're welcome. No one's doing it. It's just us. Um, but yeah, so we're going to start off with Euphoria, Yes. which is our favorite. Yeah. Mostly because of Angus Cloud, aka Fusco, but... It's such a great show, like, minus... there's Okay, there's so many swinging dicks in this show. So many Oh my god. Circumcised, uncircumcised. I don't want to see tiny, micro, large, hard, flaccid. Bush, bush no bush. bush. Like literally, I've never seen so many dicks in my right. entire life. And there's a reason because no one wants to fucking see that. I'd rather see a naked chick than all these dicks. I know. Well, and it's like so the gross. feminist in me is like, why are they always put females, naked females on TV? They never put naked males. But now that I've seen it. You get why. I don't want to see a naked male. Like, I agree. Cassie's tits. I don't need to see <laughs> the rest of Cassie is Cassie does have. She has great, great tits. I don't want to objectify you, Cassie, but yeah. you do. So that's it's a about. Compliment. Yeah, I, I don't. Like, oh my God, thank you. I don't want to see Cal's dick. I don't want to see Anyone's. Nate's dick. I don't want to see any of the extra dicks. It's too much for me. But. But here we are. Here we are. So this episode, it was kind of giving a backstory on Cal, Nate's dad, like how he kind of got to the point where he is. Because as we've discussed, he fucks everyone, you know? He's fucked up. He's fucked up in the head and he fucks everyone. He cheats on his wife, films them, eats their buttholes. For sure. Does other weird shit. Which, like, I'm not saying if you eat a butthole, you're weird. I'm just saying, like, to I'm just saying own. I wouldn't. I'm, I don't eat assholes. Yeah, that's your prerogative. But, like, you he's do. just fucked up. Like, there's something. You can tell there's something wrong with him this whole time. <laughs> right. Right. So, like, we got to see, like, what led up to him being who he is. And so, I guess when he was younger in high school, he had this best friend that they used to wrestle together, which... 
I just feel like wrestling just leads into a bromance, you know, a little tussle mm-hmm. here and there. It's a um, homoerotic. R- right, it is very homoerotic. So he has his best friend. They wrestle together. They ended up both getting girlfriends. And um, Cal, like, mentions to him, like, hey, I liked going down to my girlfriend. Well, first you see Cal, like looking down at his friend's dick like side-eyeing his dick and you're like okay so you kind of get this like cal is interested in the friend but we don't get any sort of inclination that the friend is interested back like yeah it's just like he's naked in front of him when they're wrestling like in the locker room and cal's looking at his dick and then he's like hey want to get ice cream or something like that like yeah super casual so you're kind of getting okay maybe cal's into guys but also like this is exactly what i imagine a bromance like you know, looking at each other. Yeah, dicks. I feel like they just—it's just a thing. It's so weird because I wouldn't just stare at your vagina. <laughs> but we're not on a bromance, <laughs> right? But like, I don't know, like close friendship. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I don't know what guys do, but I, I feel like you I'll guys just—and tell me if I'm wrong. I'm not a guy. I've never had a dick, and so I don't know what you do with right. each other. But I don't know. I just feel like guys do some. Weird And shit. maybe, like, you're a teenager and you're kind of exploring yourself or, right. like, finding out if you're into who And I feel like it's, like, di- like, with guys, you're always comparing dick size. Right. So I feel like guys are constantly looking at each other's dicks. Maybe, yeah. Because it's kind of like, okay, you know, when you are, are going through... everyone has a small one and, like, are like, oh, wow. This in this show, one. yeah. But, I mean... It's kind of like when, you know, when you're younger and you're going through puberty as a girl and you don't have boobs yet, Mm -hmm. so you're staring at everyone's boobs because they have boobs and you don't. Yeah, except with Cal, you can kind of tell it's more of like a... He he likes them. Yeah, he likes them. And so, but they, like Jennifer was saying, they got girlfriends and that's when they start getting horny as fuck and hooking up. I'm like, are people this horny in real life? Like, I don't... I must have missed this stage. Every day. Yeah. and Cal's like, oh my god, I love going down on my girlfriend. Like he loved it. He loves eating pussy, and I'm like, oh, I can't even say that word. Friend but was like pissed. He was like, you liked it, and was like so mad about it, which is so weird. Why would you be mad at your friend going down on a girl? Right. Like you should be going down on your girlfriend. Right, and that's what I and I was like, okay, you're a loser. But come and then he gave the girlfriend in the stands at a wrestling match like the dirtiest look after he found out that she or he went down on her like she did anything like yeah as if it was her fault her boyfriend did that and then it was like the weirdest and they were so they were graduating yeah they are going to college and so they're trying to like spend their last few days together and whatever and so um Cal's friend is like hey you want to go to a bar I know a place that'll let us in so they go to this bar that's like outside of town and start dancing together. On it's like a gay bar. Ju- it, yeah. Yeah. And dancing each other on the like with the jukebox, and then they start like making out. But it was like a nicer moment than that. It was like, like, it was, like love. honestly like love. Like you found two best friends in love, and they he's Cal literally started crying. Like yeah. it was like oh my god, he found out he really loved this person, and I was like happy his friend liked him back. But then it was so sad because. You flash forward, and all of a sudden he wakes up, and his girlfriend is calling him, telling him she's pregnant. Yeah, and it, so, so now it, he's stuck. Yeah, and that was like in college, so now it kind of like ruins his whole 
Like, well, I feel like I think this friend. was like before college. I think this was yeah. still like yeah. So I don't I don't even know if graduated. college got to or college if Cal got to go to college. Yeah, we don't know. I don't think so. I feel like, but it makes she, you look at Cal as more of a human being, like with emotions. And yeah. And not now just, like, I like mean dad. Kind of, I fuck with Cal. I feel bad for him. I feel really bad for him. Yeah, he does shitty stuff. Because he didn't whatever. get to live his authentic life. He didn't get to live his authentic life. And remember, like in the. Last season, he was when he was fucking Jules, who is underage and he shouldn't have been fucking her. But he was telling her, like, you're so lucky that you're able to just, like, leave this town and live as you are. And at back then, I was just like, what a weird old man. Like, okay, cool. Because, you know, like, old, I feel like old her. men always tell you, like, weird shit like that. Like, older people in general, they're like, oh, you're so lucky you're young. Like, yeah. you're so lucky, blah, blah, blah. But... Yeah, I just took it as but a weird old man like thing. You, we get it. But now I get it, because he probably wanted to live his life with his friend forever and didn't get to. So we don't know what happened to the friend. Hopefully we'll be able to find out, because I'm really interested. Hopefully we'll make them reconnect or something. And then, because mm-hmm. I feel like the reason Cal is so mean to his wife is because it has nothing to do with her. It's just like she kind of trapped him a little bit with them getting pregnant. And he couldn't be who he wanted to be. Yeah. But then, and it was so awkward because Nate and Cassie are still fucking every Friday, as we find out on the show, and they're fucking in the house, and mm-hmm. Cass, or, and Cal and the wife, the uh, his Nate's mom, just listen as it's happening. And, and they're, they're like, like, I wish I was back in high school again. Like, what I would give to be back in high school. And I'm like, that's what you're thinking when you're underage kids are fucking in your home oh my i can't even imagine like i'm so uncomfortable like it's very an unhealthy dynamic in that house totally my mom would have come upstairs with a shoe and beat the shit out of me right that would have never fucking happened never 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 so i mean like one time my mom thought that i had invited a boy over with a group of people while she was out of town which i didn't invite him over he stopped through and this was in like sophomore year of high school and yeah he's he swung through um and i've never lived it down she still to this day brings it up and that's just one instance of a person stopping by my home yeah like that just it was the weirdest thing i was like is this like what happens nowadays like parents are just so cool with their kids fucking in the house like i don't know how realistic but like his parents like we said are fucked up so maybe that's like just normal for them and like it's really sad because like Cassie is like super manic in this episode and she's trying so hard to get Nate's attention at school that she's she's, waking up at like 4 a.m. getting ready for like three hours a day and I'm like you're gonna scrub your skin off girl because she's exfoliating the shit out of herself every morning and then Mm -hmm. she ends up looking like Maddie dressing yeah she's starting to dress like Maddie because she knows that's what because I think what the progression was was at the beginning she was dressing cute she was getting ready for him and he wasn't noticing her Mm -hmm. and then one day she decided to dress like Maddie and he looked at her in the hall that's it he just looked at her and she was like oh this is it this is what I have to do yeah so it's yeah it's really sad because at the end of this episode you see that she's waiting for him and he decides to swing through Maddie's house instead of Cassie's house right which mm. so they've been fucking every Friday and she's like I love being your little secret and she has like tears down her eyes and he's choking her and I'm like wow that looks so fun (laughs) like that's really good time a great time like and he, kids nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> what like, do you know? I'm like these poor children. Like, what is happening? Like, fucking in front of their parents, getting choked, getting choked, wanting to be a dirty little secret. I'm like, oh my god, like it's just traumatic. And she was like, but yeah, and it was 
I feel bad, even though Cassie is, like, going behind Maddie's back, who's her best friend, like, fucking her ex-boyfriend, I still have a lot of sympathy for Cassie. A hundred percent. Like, I think Maddie's pretty wild in her own right. Right. So, but, like, Cassie is, like, toxic. Yeah, they shouldn't be together. They, like, beat each other, or he beats her. Well, he shouldn't be with anyone. Right, no, he shouldn't be At all, before he goes to therapy. He needs to really work out some issues. But, yeah, I feel so bad for Cassie because it's she's so desperate for love and, and probably because of her yeah her daddy issues. And cause her dad's, like, I don't know, cracked out. And so I, she probably has a ton of daddy issues that she's projecting into every relationship. And even when she was dating McKay, she was kind of sad that he didn't want to keep the baby because she got pregnant last right. season. So, I don't know. She's just looking for love in the wrong places. And she has, she has found someone, I will tell you. The very wrong place. Like, and Maddie is like an idiot for taking Nate back or he brings flowers to the house. I'm like, you had to do it on the day, like, you scheduled to fuck your side. Well, and I'm like, what's the allure of this guy? I mean, I get he's tall and has money. That's it. But that's that's about it. Like, I don't get it whatsoever. He doesn't have a personality. He's an asshole. But I guess girls don't look at that. Uh, I guess if you're just looking at the outside package, it seems to be yeah. But okay, then, and then he beats you and chokes you, and then you're like, eh. but then there's people like Fezco who are like actually really good people who just do bad things. Right. You this know? is this is exactly what my therapist was telling me about. Like, it's not one extreme or the other. There's like good people that do bad things and bad people that do good things. I so think Nate's a bad person who does bad right. things. Right. And Fez is, is a, a good person, good person does that does things. bad things. Yeah. But it's like Fez he's not even really doing bad things. Okay, yeah. He sells some drugs. Like, yeah, that's not ideal. Beats the shit out of people till okay, they almost but die. He doesn't he doesn't just go around beating the shit out of people. Like he beats the shit out of people that deserve, deserve to it. be beat the shit out of. Like Nate he, I would have kicked Nate's ass if I knew, I mean, if I tried, he would, he would hurt me pretty bad. But if I knew that I couldn't be hurt, then I would kick the shit out of him. I, but, and then, um, on this episode, so, you know, um, Cal comes over to Fez's house because he's trying. But he's lurking. He's, like, he doesn't just, knock on the door. He just right. lurks in the car. Like. He's sitting in the car in the alley. Just. Yeah you know, watching out and for their house. And they're drug dealers, so they're like, but who the fuck is so outside of our house? That, so Nate told his dad, Cal, that Fez beat his ass because he has, you know, Cal's sex tape with Jules, who is underage, and that he's been trying to blackmail um, Nate with it, and so Nate is looking out for his dad. And I don't know why he still believes Nate. Nate is obviously a horrible child, but he really thinks that Fez is trying to blackmail him with a sex tape. And so he that's why he's lurking there. And he, he comes in, an ashtray, which is No, Fez's ashtray comes out with oh, a right. rifle and goes, who the fuck are you? And puts a pistol to his head. And ashtray's like the MVP of this episode. Like, I'm like, I love this little kid. Oh my so God. fucking funny. He's just like pistol whipping like basically the shit out of Cal because he's like get the fuck in the car right or get the fuck inside and, and they're just asking him questions off. it's and everyone is fucking confused because everyone is has a different story like they yeah. Fez didn't even know there was a sex tape Fez didn't even know Cal Fez fucked like, Jules why the fuck would you even film that dude like what the right. fuck is wrong <laughs> yeah, with no. you right and so Cal he realizes like oh shit like ugh fuck me. Like, he doesn't know what just happened. Yeah, he's like, just, can you just let me go home? Mm-hmm. And Fez is like, honestly, like, 
you know, you can leave. Ashtray doesn't want to let him go. Ashtray is just beating the shit him, beating him and beating him. Like. Yeah, because Cal's trying to act all hard and is like, hit cops. me again. Call the cops. And then Ashtray is like, or what? And then just beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I just love him. Great kid. Great 10 kid. out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> Great kid. Great child. Like, obsessed. Yeah. And then you have Rue this episode who gets, like, a great business idea, according to her. And she decides that she's going to try to get free drugs. And by doing that, she's going to be a dealer. But she's getting high on her own supply. And the lady yeah. even said to her, the dealer chick in the episode was like, Rue, if you fucking fuck me over I will kidnap you and sell you yeah so because she's like I always make my money back just so you know which is this is like I don't I'm not sure what Rue's goal is obviously when you're on drugs you're not thinking like right in the future but this seems like a really really bad idea at really first bad. when she said the idea so the idea was that she was gonna buy these drugs and then have like runners like sell these drugs and have like copies of their iCloud or whatever. It wasn't a real idea. Yeah, it was a fake one. But as I was listening to it, but like, so like if they fuck her over, they won't fuck her over because she has access to all their personal information that they don't want leaked. And so I was like, oh, this kind of like makes sense. Like this is maybe a good idea. I mean, the drug dealer herself was like, this is brilliant. Right. It's a, it's a good idea. But knowing Rue, you know, she's doing it just to get high of her own supply, like Katie said. So she gets this all these drugs, like I think it was like $10,000 worth, mm-hmm. and a luggage, just rolling them down the street on her bike, and then goes in and immediately puts um, fentanyl in her mouth. No, she goes to an NA meeting first, an oh, AA meeting, right. and then she comes back, um, and, and then, then she goes home and does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Rue is on a downward spiral She's right about now. to get sex trafficked, likely. And Jules and... What's the new guy's name? Um, the, the Apple. Apple guy. Yeah. I don't um, know his name. But I don't his, know. The other kid. He His name is something Fike. Dominic Fike. That's his That's name his in real, real life. Name, yeah. But yeah, the one with the apple on his face. You can't miss him. But they're, him and Jules are kind of having this like weird off relationship. It's not a relationship. It's just a friendship right now. But I think it's about to turn into something a little more than that. Likely, I feel like it's gonna be some weird. Because at first, Jules like, was. Je- I mean, yeah, Jules was jealous of him because she was like, "Do you want to fuck?" Um, what's her name? Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Rue. Do Rue. you want to fuck Rue? And he was like, "What? Like, no." And then all of a sudden, they're kind of having this little weird side. They all want to fuck friendship. each other, so yeah. I like wouldn't be surprised if it turns into like some like ring of polygamy. I personally, even though it's only two episodes in, feel like this season is off to a great start. Oh, yeah. Just the fact that it started out with Nate getting his ass beat by Fez. Right. It's, that's all I need to see. That's all I need from this show. Yeah. Is for Fez to come out on top and Nate to come out on the bottom. 100%. So, I don't know. It's a great show. If you guys haven't watched it, make sure you catch up on it because there's only one season and then two episodes in the yeah. second season. You can easily catch up. Yeah, I watched it all in like a day. <laughs> yeah, because it's a great show and I'm not, you know, obviously we love reality TV. That's like our bread and butter, but there are some really, really great scripted shows that I'm like, these are my favorite mm-hmm. and this is one of my favorites for sure. Plus, I love Zendaya, so it's just, it is what it is. 
But with reality TV, we're back with The Bachelor. There was a little break, and Ugh. now it's back. Honestly, you guys, it's honestly so hard to watch it, but it's I don't the know best why we. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess we watch it because we want to make fun of it. The That's, whole time. Because it is so, it's so hard for me to watch. You guys know I hate saliva. It's a ton of kissing. It's like everyone goes in with their mouth open for a kiss, and it's just like, it's a very hard show for me. And then, like, they say things like, they share their deepest, darkest secrets after meeting this person for two well, seconds. Well, it was the weirdest just... thing. So they have, like, a group date. It starts off with a group date. And then you see they're in this dark room. And then all of a sudden it's Kristen, what's her name? Uh, Caitlin Bristow. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, she's back. Like, I didn't watch the other seasons because, like, she was hosting. And then I right. was like, great, here she is back. And then it was a trauma date. They're all just, like, releasing their deepest insecurities. And, like, Can I'm like, imagine? what the fuck kind of date is this? And they're like, we just saw a different side of him. And everyone's crying. I'm like, this would be the You saw a different side date. of him. What, what was the first side you saw? You don't know him. I don't know. Like, can you imagine going, basically going out on a first date with someone and being like, hey, I'm going to tell you about my deepest, deepest traumas that I haven't even worked through with my therapist. One girl's like, oh, I, I, it was really hard for me to eat, and I hated what, people watching me eat. I was like, mm, can't really. I can't I, put the fork down. Like, I'm, <laughs> this is just, like, not. Anyone I, I, My sympathy is really low. So <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm just too much of a bitch for this. Like, And I wonder, like, these people must be the best best actresses at crying because I just can't imagine that I would get on there and like feel the need to cry when I don't know well this I person. wouldn't trauma dump on my first date personally like but I feel like almost in this show you have to you're not moving it. forward unless you share a deep deep well, dark secret and the darker your secret the farther you go because they are like well I can't, oh, okay this girl you know killed nine people I can't let her go home it, yeah I mean I wouldn't, I'm not made for the show, so there's a reason why. But, like, it was, so that was already weird. Like, I was, like, if this is, like, such a stupid date, I would be, like, pissed if this is the one. I'd rather be on the kitty date before that where they're, like, eating and, like, playing with children and, like, jumping in a bounce house. Like, that's with Hillary Duff. Like, that sounds way better. And then this episode, they show the girls more, like, hanging out at home, which we don't, like, always see, but it was, like, kind of funny. So there was, like, this one girl... And she was, her name is Elizabeth, and she was, like, cooking shrimp for the house. And then it's another literally girl. shrimp gate. And first of all, when Elizabeth cooked this shrimp, you would think, there's, like, 30 girls in this house, right? You would think she cooked a feast. She cooked 15 pieces of shrimp and then was like, does anyone want any? That's enough for one person. I was like, you're kidding, right? Like, I thought she was offering the whole house shrimp, and I'm like, that's rude. You just I that? thought she was, like, going to have, like, a platter of shrimp, and I was like, that's so nice of her to at cook at a At least a hundred. A hundred shrimp, yeah. At least. Like, and then she, it's pinchy. like a cereal bowl of 15 shrimp. Cereal bowl. And so this other girl comes up, and she was like, okay, well, I'm hungry, and she takes eight shrimp, which is, like, nothing in Which I opinion. feel like even is nice, you know? It's not like she ate 60 shrimp. I'm like, okay, you're being obsessive and too much, you know? But she ate eight pieces of shrimp. Like, that's a normal serving. Yeah. And then they're, like, not talking to her. They're all, like, pissed off. So she's like, okay, I'm going to make you guys. So she made them more shrimp. The other girl that, like, ate half of them. And they still ate it, but they wouldn't look at her in the eyes. I'm like, you guys, like, stop freaking the fuck out over this. Yeah, if she made more shrimp, no harm, no foul. As long as I get shrimp, I'm chill. I don't care who made my shrimp. And then they, and then, um, Clayton has, like, another date with a one-on-one with this one girl. I don't, I'm already forgetting her name. What, 
Um, but it was the weirdest fucking date. And then they brought Becca um, from the season back, or from the former Bachelorette. And they're like, well, she's an expert in love. I'm like, she's been engaged three fucking times. Like, clearly right. this process isn't working out too well for her. But, I mean, like, she is an expert in finding people to love, just not yeah. in executing. And they had to run around in their underwear. And I was like, what the fuck okay, is this All these shit? dates involved running. And I was, except for, like, the trauma day. It's like, you either got to choose trauma or running. Running. And both of those don't wow, so work for me. great if, if I'm in full glam and you ask me in the middle of everyone, in the middle of L.A. to take off all my clothes and run, I would be like, I'm just going to go home. Like, someone that loves me would never make me do this. Never make me do this. This is just rude. Like, and it was, and then they're singing and rapping. They have to, like, come up on the spot with songs for how they feel about each other. Yeah. And, like, how you feel about each other. You've only, like, seen each other. You, do, you don't know each other. How can you make up a song? And the girl was making, they were, like, and then they sat down for dinner or, or, like, to dance. And she was making the grossest faces at him. And it was, like, she was trying to be hot. And I was, like, I personally cannot watch this. I'm going to have to fast forward through her face if she keeps making these disgusting looks. Well, I was hoping I'd be more that watching she was, on TV. I was hoping she was drunk and not realizing her face because we do the same thing like I have stank face I have a stank face when I'm drunk just because I don't want necessarily most people to approach me you know I want some people it to was approach like me, a but not stank everyone. face mixed with like I'm trying to be hot and sexy right yeah. now is it working for you and it's not working so it was clearly it, working for him it, yes they're like kissing away he ate and her I'm face. like mm, fun that date's over whatever that goes fine so then they have another group date and it's a bay watch date which like once again you're gonna have me in my bathing suit i'm not going on this date and, it's cold and bay watch they you, you run on the beach so not only are you naked again and you're two, naked and running you're naked and running on the sand like, that is an extreme workout. And one girl wore, like, a fucking club dress on the beach. Yeah, I'm I like, wasn't sure fuck? where she thought she was going. Because. Yeah. And they were, like, on the date when they found out they're, like, life's a peach. Clayton. They're, like, oh, my God, I'm going to the beach. And like, I was, like. You're in L.A. You're literally in Malibu right now. What the fuck? There's a beach. Down the Two street. seconds from you. They're, you're surrounded by beaches. It's not like he's taking you to, like, fucking Europe. You know? Like, <laughs> right. With, like, you like, like freaking out and I was like there's this is so unnecessary it's insane and then it was like the worst beach day it was like overcast and cold let's do CPR on a mannequin but like one of those like horrible days where it's there's no sun but it still burns you because it burnt him to a fucking crisp he got a farmer's tan and the girl put sunscreen on him and I'm like well I would not give her a rose because she did a terrible job of doing that okay yeah they had a sunscreen like competition and it was the like the sunscreen was so white it like created the worst white cast on everyone and i'm like okay you couldn't even invest in like some sun bum or like something good you know like what the fuck is this whatever sunscreen it was sponsored the yeah well whoever sponsored it your sunscreen sucks and they were like and the girl that came on the beach was like Nicole something from the show Baywatch, and they were like oh my god yeah they were like it's Nicole Agar or whatever from Baywatch and i'm like None of you watched that show. Let's not pretend the producers didn't just tell you who the fuck that was because she looks way different now the, than she did on the show. For anyways. sure. And the oldest girl on, probably on this season is around. 32. 32, right. And Katie and I are, well, I'm 29. Katie's 31. Mm-hmm. And 
neither of us were old enough to really take in Baywatch. Like, like we, I watched it, but I don't I knew of Baywatch. It's more just because I'm into pop culture and I know a lot about it through that. Exactly. I was too young to be watching Baywatch, so I never really watched Baywatch. Yeah. The reason I, like, even saw Baywatch was because I was watching, like, a Friends of, uh, episode of Friends and they were talking about Baywatch and I was like, hmm, what's That's Baywatch? That's what I was like, none of these bitches even know. No, so none I'm of like, you know. So I'm The only Baywatch person I know is Pam Anderson and that's just because she's an icon. So, you know, it's, yeah, let's, let's not pretend. But, yeah, they brought this girl out. They had, like, a competition of who could, like, run the sexiest. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't run sexy, so you know what it is, what it is. I'll lose. They're doing CPR in a mannequin. They're doing, like, it's the dumbest. Th- and I was like, okay, if you all put your mouth on that mannequin, I'm going to seriously throw up. It was, like, grossing yeah. me out. I mean, that's basically what they do with him. They, they all did. put they their mouth on him. They were all kissing him, whatever. And then they have, like, where they go on a date and, like, talk to him after. And the girl who ate all the shrimp was, like, Shanae, I think is her name. Yeah. She was, like, um, everyone's bullying me and picking on me. And he was, like, okay. And then, like, kiss her. Like, basically, he's, like, enough. And then just started making out with her. But then took the other girls aside and were, like, are you picking on so-and-so? Like, statistically, that doesn't even make sense. Because it's, like, okay, everyone's in the wrong and Shanae's the only one that's right. Like, everyone yeah. on this date has bullied Shanae. Like, he had to pull aside multiple girls and be, like, hey, are you bullying Shanae? And they're all, like, no. You know? I don't know. I don't like Shanae. I don't like Elizabeth. I think they both suck. So they're not going to make it far. Yeah. At all. And then he didn't give out roses this week, so he'll, he'll do that next week. Yeah. But it's, honestly, I don't think you guys are missing. <laughs> I honestly think you guys shouldn't even watch the show. Just listen to the episode. Listen to our podcast. There's really we'll nothing you. else you need to watch. It's honestly the dumbest fucking it's, show It really is. There. We'll tell you the important parts because it's a waste of your time. It's, it's honestly so like long. I only watch these because I want to watch Paradise and... I right. like kind of want to know who's gonna be on, sort of a thing. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the franchise. I like Paradise, but I don't like the general Bachelor Bachelorette franchise. Yeah. But I watch it just because I feel like I like I have FOMO. Like I don't want exactly. to exactly. I need to know what's going on. Right, everyone's talking about these things, and I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So you know that's and I didn't even I used to never even watch these shows. The reason I started watching them is because we had like uh, a tournament, like a Bachelorette tournament, in one of my jobs. And people were winning money and shit. And I was like, oh, sounds good. I'll watch it for Sign some dollars. Up. I mean, it won like $5 I won, but worth it. But yeah, don't watch it. It's not worth it. But a show that is worth watching is Summer House on Bravo, one of our faves. Yes. Yeah. So it is back. They are back in the Hamptons. Um, they've added a, a few new people. So we talked about Winter House. So Andrea from Winter House is now on Summer House, which... Mm-hmm. He, like, really secured the fucking bag. Like, are you kidding me? I don't think he was that great in Winter House. He can't even go back to Italy because he's staying here so long. Yeah, he says he has to, like, stay for his visa or whatever, which, I mean, you do. So it might be true. But he, yeah, he's now in the house. Um, They have this new girl, Maya, who's a chef. She's just... No, she's not a chef. She dated a chef. Oh, she dated a chef. Okay. um, Who was on Top Chef on Bravo. Right, right, right. Yeah. So... She's and then here, and then in... there's this new guy, Alex, yeah. and he's, I don't know, basically like a juice head. He just... There. He, he's, he's literally just there. He just works out and eats, like, a turkey. A shit ton of protein. Yeah, turkey and eggs. Like, he just And then comments on protein. what everyone else eats. Right, and to be honest, like, we sorry, Alex, 
I'm you sure you're a nice guy, but you have nothing else to offer nothing. that we can see he besides muscles. He has no personality. Muscles. No personality at all. And to uh, and wears a muscle tee on top of it. Oh, always in a always in a long life beater. It's, like it's it 2002. Makes, it makes him look like he has like this weird humpback. Yeah, you know, like back in the day, like when Lil Wayne was singing like that song "Bling Bling." Like when he was back and part of a group before he was like the Wayne we know today. It's when he really used gross. to wear like those baggy jean shorts and he would wear a wife beater, and the wife beater would go below his butt. It would be so fucking long. Like, that's the type of wife beater that Alex wears. But it's 2022. And I get the 2000s are coming back, but I don't He's think it's coming nice. back in that way. He just, like, isn't bringing much to the table, basically. He I isn't. mean, it's episode two. It's early. But from what I'm seeing, it's not really working. It's it's a no for me. I think they should let him go and bring us in the house. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you honestly, want some real take, fun. Take out a person out of If you want some real fun, the girls that never leave their party. <laughs> Oh, we are exploring New York. <laughs> Trust me. This is uh, the type of content you want on your Luke show. Luke isn't there yet, so he's, like, still not on, which, not missing him. He blocked us, so. Fuck Deuces, Luke. Luke. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, Danielle's boyfriend comes because they're having a 4th of July party, which their 4th of July party looks so fun. I'm like, how Always, do you Always, every year. Friends? And I'm not even a house party person. But their house parties look so fun. Right. Yeah. And Amanda and Kyle are fighting. We find out that Amanda made Kyle sign basically, like, a contract that was, like, if you fuck up this wedding because of your drinking, then you have to pay my parents back every penny of the wedding. And that wasn't between her and her parents or anything. That was just between, like, she came up with it for Kyle. And she's, like, getting pissed because the last episode, Kyle went out drinking by himself till, like, 3 a.m., but he wasn't answering his phone. So she's, like, this is... Bullshit. And I feel like they're both in a bad situation, and this is what makes it so hard for you to be with someone that has cheated on you, because obviously the trust is broken. Yeah. Um, but, you know, on his part, you did cheat on her, and so you know that she has insecurities about things like that. You're Just not answering answer your the phone. phone or text Just answer back. your phone. You Exactly. That's all he had to do. And he needs to be a little bit more willing to do those things. He always says that he is, but it never... He Every season, it's the same bullshit. So he needs to be more willing to do that because he's the one that made her insecure and then on her side it's like you kind of have to like let go of some of those things because you know who you're marrying it's like you didn't you people aren't going to change you knew that you married someone that you're marrying someone that cheated on you and he parties a ton and he like stays out and doesn't answer his phone he's not going to change necessarily so it's like you kind of they both have to continue to i don't think he's gonna cheat on her again honestly i think he just is a partier the the thing is like we were saying earlier the problem with kyle is he doesn't he blacks out and doesn't remember so it's like yeah i don't think kyle in his right mind would ever cheat on her again but he puts himself in a situation where he's not in his right mind all the time yes so slip-ups could happen yeah right and then Andrea and Paige are kind of flirting again, but Paige is, like, hooking up with Craig um, from Southern Charm. But, like, she's still kind of – but she's like, oh, he looks really good, which, like, Andrea's, like, not my type. So, like, I don't understand no. the appeal. Um, but she's like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And I'm like, mm, okay. He, I mean, like, he's, and like, he's Italian and made spaghetti sauce out of a jar. It was like, at least you could, like, make it from scratch. From sc- I want to see you, like, mashing up those tomatoes, like – Well, I do. Like, you're from Italy. Yeah. <laughs> You put the, like, tomatoes and the cheese. He made them pasta and they were, like, fawning over the pasta as if he made this, like, homemade pasta. And, like, bitch made it out of a jar. I mean, it's literally the same pasta Katie made me last week. And hers was, (laughs) it was good, but it's not from Italy. Yeah, like, I mean, 
step up your game a little. Right. If you're trying to impress them. And then, um, what's it called? Carl and Sierra are, like, flirting. Which I, so we know this, I don't know if we mentioned this, this on the show, but, um, we now know that Carl and Lindsay Hubbard are in a relationship. But back then, when this episode was filmed, they were both single. But I have always kind of liked the Carl Sierra vibe. Like, Mm -hmm. I wish that they had, like, some... I wish that she had never gotten with Austin, because it's fucking Austin. He's a dud. He's like a milk dud. I wish that... A literal milk dud. She would have gotten with Carl. Because I could see that. Because I feel like she's like, sympathetic and, like, empathetic enough to be with someone who is sober and not to push him in any ways. Because Lindsay's going to push your buttons and make sure that you are belittled <laughs> and stuff. But, like, you know, I just, I, I wish that it could have happened. But I am, like, current day happy for Lindsay and Carl, Carl being yeah, together, yeah. and I think they do work. Um, so I definitely want to see them next season together and see how that's going because he was on Watch What Happens Live and is like basically obsessed with her. It seems like yeah, like, it seems it's to be really going cute. really well. Well, and so in this in this season too, Lindsay opens up on Winterhouse. She was with that guy. What was his name? Jason. Jason. So they continue to date in the city. Um, obviously, and Jason they were was fucking. A really nice He's guy. so nice. He's so nice. So that nice. hurts my soul. And apparently, Lindsay got pregnant and had a miscarriage and which was devastating and you know like she kind of already has issues with her mom's situation so I'm sure yes so she's always wanted a family I'm sure that was I mean it's always hard to have a miscarriage but for a person that's going through the things that she's gone through and that's got to be extremely devastating yeah and it's like really and Carl was there for her when he found out he okay he didn't know I was I was laughing though when Carl was like you know, trying to be there for her, like, the things that he was saying. Like, Carl's just not the person you probably go to to be consoled. <laughs> he's also, like, a guy, so I don't know he if he's, is, like, the best one but there's, to, like, like, go to. There's some guys, like, I have guy friends that's, like, I call when I'm upset, and they, like, really have talked me through some hairy situations. Not that extreme, obviously. But, yeah, he was just kind of like, hey, you're a strong girl. And give her, like, a high five or something. Right. And I was like, <laughs> okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong girl. That's me. You know, it's, but, you know, I, I'm glad he that he trying. was, he was he trying. trying. We can all, we just do the best that we can. Yeah. That's just not a strength. And then, so they, they're having, like, this pool party or whatever. Everyone's, like, having a good time. But then Andrea, like, pushes some girl in the pool, like, messing around with her, which, like, I would be pissed at this too. But all of a sudden, her friend, ba- he, Andrea's in the pool, and her friend comes over kicks him in the well, face. Well, she, she slaps him slaps first, him. and then she's wearing heels and literally just kicks, kicks him. him in yeah. the head. Which, okay. And it's like, you don't push fucking girls in the pool. Like, they, her and her friends are pissed, and I was like, okay. Like, you don't hit people and kick them in the face either. Yeah. I mean, did Andrea start this? Yeah. Yeah. But, it and, was and I, get, I get where he's coming, or where she's coming from, because I would be pissed too if I got pushed in the pool. You know, there's there's different types of pool parties. Sometimes you're at a pool party with, like, just your closest friends where you're just, you're pretending to be mermaids and you are really going in the water and everything. You're having the best little mermaid life. But then there's other pool parties, like, I don't know, ones that are on the live, or not live television, but, you know, television when all over the country. When I have my hair and makeup done on my phone. Where, yeah, I have my hair and makeup done. I have my phone. I, like, obviously am made up. I don't want to be pushed in the pool. And so he pushed a girl in the pool that had her hair done, her makeup done, and had her phone in hand. But it was which, her friend that felt like she had to take the initiative to kick Well, him. but, like, I feel like in... So 
I don't think she should have put her hands on him. That is completely wrong. Like, she sh- overreacted. But you can't tell me that, like, had someone pushed me in the pool full hair. And I mean, I would go you off, have on them, off but on I them. wouldn't have done that. Yeah, what she did was insane. Sh- insane. But, like... So Paige is like, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah, and they're like, we're happy to leave, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to stay there with my hair and makeup fucked up if I'm on TV either. And I wouldn't want to stay if I just kicked, kicked and hit someone. Especially the someone that lives in that, right. that house. Yeah, you're no longer welcome, I, I would assume. So yeah. he's in bed, like, looking sad, like, icing his face, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just happened. And Paige is sitting there in the bed with him, and he's like, you know, he's still into Paige. He doesn't know her situation. And he's she's like, yeah... So I've been, you know, fucking Craig. And I'm like, yeah. what a day for him. He gets, like, and kicked in the face he, yeah. and then kicked in the heart. It's just, it's a hard one. Like, let's just knock a guy when he's down right. so far. This is not the time to put but that I'm, out like, there. But I'm, like, excited for this season when Craig does come because Craig's going to come. And um, I think even though Chris and Cavalieri and him were always saying, like, she's just friends, which, like, you could just be friends and fuck. I get it. But you see them, like... Uh, Paige being like, are you still fucking her? And I was just watching a clip today and someone was like, are you talking about Kristen? And she's like, yes. And I was literally wearing her earrings as I was asking him that question. And and she was like, but could I be that mad? Like, Kristen's just so cool. Anyone would pick her over me, so obviously. I wouldn't, no. Like. I was always team Lauren Conrad. I don't, so, I don't know if I ever, I think I liked both. I, for their own reasons. I like Kristen, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I mean, I think Paige and Craig are really cute together. I I'm I actually really stand this relationship. Like I absolutely fucking love this. I think that they both have what each other was looking for. Like I feel like she, like and I've said this before. I feel like Craig it has money. He's successful, which is fantastic. But he also is like really fun. Not not like um, Shep level of destructive fun but he still is a fun guy to hang yeah. out with so I feel like that gives a nice balance for her because she's dated people like Perry in the past that are like up old, like yeah too established and then for him like she has very high standards and like will make sure that you meet them or else she's out yeah, and so right. I feel like that's he needs that structure in his life and so I don't know I just feel like it's a great dynamic like I'm really excited to see their their dynamic hopefully we see them out in New York and can see them in person but I'm really excited for when he comes and to see how their relationship evolves yeah because I just I don't know Andrea and her I don't think we're like the best match I think they're probably really great friends but I don't didn't ever see them in this episode you see like her talking to him when they were like apparently they were having sex once her and Andrea and he told her in the middle of it I've never hooked up with anyone this small I can honestly say I've never had someone say that to me. Nor I, do I think anyone is ever going to say that to me unless the only pe- person they've been hung up with is, like, Tammy from Hooked Up. A Thousand Pound Sisters. Right. In fact, the only thing that I've had a guy really say about me being small or big or whatever, I had a guy say, oh, you thick, thick. Um, so, like, I, same. It's I would... It's the same thing. Yeah, so I just but don't I think... Like, what the fuck? I would have that if experience. If you were going to hooking up with someone and they said that, I would be like, I just said anything in terms of like, I've never hooked up with anyone this small before. Or like, you thick, thick. Like, I would be like, ugh. Well, when he said Can that, just, I like, was just kind talk? of like, yeah, I was like, I looked at him and I was like, what? And he's like, no, it, it's a good thing. And I'm like, okay, okay but whatever. Now you're throwing me off I don't want to. And I can't, con- like, I can't no. continue. I don't. 
want to be, I don't want to know that I'm thick, thick right now. I want to know that, just say something nice, just like, I'm beautiful. shut the fuck up. Like, just shut like, up. Like, when do we stop saying, oh, you're, you're beautiful, and just go for thick, thick, or the smallest girl I've ever been with? Like, I know, honestly, like, just shut the fuck up. But I just thought that was funny. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it brought funny. back, it brought back memories for me. Oh, <laughs> the good old days um, of hooking up with a guy that had a girlfriend. But that's a time for, that's a story for another time. Another time. But yeah, that's, so far, episode two of... Summer house. Yeah. It's about to get good. It's about to get even better because, like we said, Craig's going to come. No one cares, but Luke's going to come. The wedding (laughs) is going to – we're going to see the wedding, which is, like, when Carl and Lindsay, like, also get together. Yeah. So I think it'll be a really good season. It always is. Summer house doesn't disappoint. Never, never, never. I know. And they can never get rid of Kyle. Bravo, I'm telling you now, you can never get rid of Kyle because he's, like – the true, like, MVP of that Okay, because I was thinking this. He actually is the glue that m- holds everything together and yeah. makes everything fun. Like, for example, the night that he decided he didn't want to party, no one partied. Like, everyone t- went to bed before midnight. Okay, so see? That's it's like, yeah. literally Kyle's, Kyle's show. Which, so you can't get rid of him. It just makes me want to, like, I want to party with Kyle. I want to party with Amanda, too. I think Amanda's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I know. We were watching her Instagram the other night. I'm like, she's out right now, Jenny. I was like, where is she? Do we know? Do we know? Can we I was figure like, this tr- out? I was looking at her story trying to get hints, like, what bar is we she at? We have no clue. We don't know the area. Because we, we already shit. had, we like, our makeup done. So I'm like, okay, if she's close, like, let's go out on the town, yeah. you know? But, yeah, like, I wouldn't even know what I was fucking Girl, let at. us know where you're going out next time, okay? Girl, if you want to hang. Hit we, us up. We are here Hit for you. Hit us up. You, Kyle... You or Kyle, if you want to hang out, <laughs> <laughs> basically, <laughs> just let us know. For sure, yeah. But that's it. That's all we have for you. You know, just some of our fewer, two of our favorite shows, and one that we love to hate. Love to hate, and just and it's gonna to be a show that we love to hate. So if you like to talk shit about The Bachelor or have the same feelings, just this listen is, to us. <laughs> this is the place. No need to watch the show. Just, just watch us to our right. commentary. Exactly. Well. Thank you guys for listening and, you know, holding in with us as we are a couple days late on releasing this episode, but we want to... Only a day. Only a day. I mean, yeah, true. It's like a day and a half, but it is what it is. You're here now, so no need to complain. But make sure you follow us on Instagram at Podcast, on Twitter at BruteBluntPod, on TikTok at BrutallyBluntPodcast. We're starting to post, like clips of us recording and clips of us watching these shows too which is kind of cool because I feel like we have like the best commentary when we're just in our element our element as in on the couch watching shows yeah so check those out um you can check them out on our Instagram too we post in both places but yeah and we'll see you guys next week